0: What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number two on an MHSAA Wednesday. In a moment, Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, will join us in studio. We'll talk about the latest in high school sports all across the state and also uh, get to one of their headline stories at MHSAA.com. An all-woman football officiating crew makes history, inspires more to be made, I see that some high schools are getting grants from the Lions and the NFL across the country funding girls' flag football. A huge flag football participation in Arizona. I saw those numbers, so we'll talk about could that be a reality one day here in Michigan. The weather is different than uh, Phoenix and Flagstaff in Tucson, Arizona, and we'll get to new sports that could be added. We'll talk about the fall sports that are rolling along, high school football bigger and better than ever before. And Ford Field will have a different look on the Saturday and Sunday championships. Always remember, you can go to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and something that I love, MHSAA.tv. The app, I think I paid 70 bucks for the year. Uh, I can watch games anywhere in, in this state, across this country, on demand. I can go back and watch My son's Forest Hills Eastern team player, their next opponent. It really is cool. So go to mhsaa.tv. Mark Ewell, uh, he is a proud papa. His son, Grant, uh, is a backup linebacker at the Air Force Academy, and they're bouncing around the country following Grant, watching him play. He joins us. Uh, in the studio. I think he just purchased a private jet, so congrats, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that has not happened, but uh,
1: no, it's been great. I appreciate you just talking about Grant. Yeah, he's a number two inside backer, and he has uh, started on the kickoff team the last couple weeks at Air Force, so we're fresh home from a Friday night game at San Jose State uh, last Friday. The uh, Flying Falcons are 4-0 uh, we're home with San Diego State this weekend, so I'll fly back to Denver Friday night for the Saturday night game and build a week after. It's Air Force's bye week, and this dad could not be more thankful for a bye week, a weekend uh, with no plane rides, but uh, it has been the ride of our lives uh,
0: watching Grant. Yeah, it's awesome, man. He's a former DeWitt Panther, right? Uh, and you get a chance to go see him and get away from everything going on, and you're watching high school football. I'm telling you, man. You know, I know Texas and Florida and California, and people talk about Pennsylvania. Uh, and my son has been a part of Joe Schwander's team for uh, the last three years since he came up at the end of his freshman year. But the high school football in Michigan, the quality, the way these kids are training in offseason, the quality staffs, uh, just uh, the fan experience, the game day you know, tailgating, not like a college tailgate, but, you know, uh, you know, a high school tailgate, it's just really better than ever. Uh, everywhere across the state. It really is. It is. You know, uh, participation numbers are up. You know, we're really seeing In the, football? Really? They are in football. How,
1: how much are they up? Uh, about 5%, which, uh, you know, what's interesting, Bill, is 10 but years. But that's ago. pretty
0: good considering the number of kids who play statewide. At,
1: absolutely. And, uh, you know, 10 years ago, everybody was writing kind of the, the obituary for high school football. It was all of the health and safety concerns, it was concussion. And uh, in a little under a decade, uh, really that narrative has changed. I would argue with folks that it has never been safer to play high school football than it is today with the kind of off-season training that kids are doing, with the advances uh, that equipment, uh, even every single year, whether it be helmet and in other things, uh, the way that the game is coached, the way that the game is officiated, um, there has never been a safer time to play high school football. Uh, there was a big story in the New York Times this weekend uh, that really just said that. You know, we were talking about the demise of, of this uh, staple of Americana in all over the country. Numbers, whether it's a post-COVID bounce or just more kids coming out, uh, participation levels are up. Interest has never been higher. And uh, you're right, Bill, uh, the, the formula we have in Michigan, while it may not get the uh, headlines like Florida or Texas
0: uh The recipe we've got is pretty special. And the way it ends at Ford Field in this year because of Michigan State playing Penn State on that Friday night, Uh, not forecasting what was coming Michigan State's way or where the team would be at, but Penn State could be playing for the Big Ten East. That Friday night at Ford Field for one year only, you will go to Saturday, Sunday, uh, November, what is it, twenty. 25 and 26. 25-26, Thanksgiving Day weekend. That will be for one year only because next year with the expanded college playoff, Michigan-Ohio State uh, will move up to the previous weekend.
1: It will, and so we're really excited come next year that we'll really have Thanksgiving weekend kind of back on our own. The the really quick evolution is before conference championship games, Bill. Uh, we did have the stage-do-ourself Thanksgiving weekend. Michigan-Ohio State was always the weekend before. Um, when leagues expanded, they went from an 11-game schedule to a 12-game schedule. Uh, the season now ends on Thanksgiving weekend, so now we're going to make Friday and Saturday work this year, but we're incredibly excited that uh, when we get back in our normal schedule next year, that uh, the only thing that we'll have to compete with are those conference championships played over
0: that weekend, and uh, that's a really good thing for our game. You know, out of the pandemic, there were a couple changes. Uh, some schools go uh, playoffs; you go to the uh, ticketless, cashless system, which I don't have an issue with. Some schools don't have great Wi-Fi, so you need to take care of that probably at your home or business before you go to a game. Uh, and, and then you you look at the way the playoff structure of getting to Ford Field is done pandemic you let everybody in i don't think we're ever going back to that right where everybody plays in the playoffs no
1: that's actually one thing we're surveying of our schools this fall um, just what what is the future of the football playoffs look like and there is not a ton of support to double the playoff field to let everybody in because frankly i don't think those first round games of an 8-0 and playing an 0-8 are good for anybody and uh, that's the feedback we're getting from our schools
0: Mark Ewell, executive director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, joining us in studio. We try and get together every month or so and get an update on uh, everything. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at where uh, the sport is, where kids are, things are moving forward. The talent is there, and I mentioned the MHSAA TV and the ability to watch games live if you have something going on or. That weekend after, you can see it again. Uh, you can watch opponents. You can pick up on a great game in another state. It's a fabulous deal. I, what would I pay? Maybe 69 dollars for the whole year. I love it. The best thing of the pandemic, Bill, is the jet fuel. Because we had a handful
1: right. of schools that were kind of playing around with streaming and what could we do. But the pandemic uh, literally poured jet fuel into this machine, and uh, streaming is never going back. Uh, that that uh, toothpaste is out of the tube. And, no, for parents that travel or aunts and uncles out of state or Um, whatever that may be. And then the other thing is, you know, now parents don't have to video the game. It's you go to the game, you watch your kid play, and, uh, you know, the team is a big win, or your child had, uh, you know, an exceptional game. Uh, Everything on our site is not only live stream, but you can go back and watch the archived replays on demand anytime you want. So, uh, um yeah, lot, lots that I still rue about uh, what COVID brought us, but what it's done for streaming and, Bill, the, the quality in most places is actually really, really good. So, uh, no, um, that that is one of the, the greatest benefits of living through a pandemic is, uh, you know, you're, you're not really in many sports. You'll never miss one of your kids' games again.
0: And the branding. Okay, let, let me just say from a marketing side and being in the sports radio business for 32 years then now there are highlights of kids making a big play. I can, I can share a highlight of my son with friends, family, or if it's great, with my listeners. Or they might share a highlight of their son, and this is what he did in that game versus, you know, Grand Blank or something. It's, and it helps brand the schools, the individuals, the teams. Uh, it brands MHSAA football. Because now when you look on these uh, Instagram reels or Facebook reels, Or highlights on Twitter. Uh, You're getting, they're talking about that game last night or that game last Friday. And oh my God, look at this play to end it. Look at the Hail Mary, right? It is. Video is... I think the most powerful tool that there is in, in
1: drawing eyeballs and attention and, you know, it's like even looking at a, at a news story in any uh, newspaper's website is the articles that tend to get clicked or the ones that include video. That's what people like. And I think the younger you are, the more video that you want to consume. And, you know, by us having a, uh, a streaming platform and for video now to be more available uh, than it's ever been before at, you uh, I think it only
0: it only helps us draw more eyeballs to uh, to that product is school sports. Yeah, Don Patton, uh, whose son Drew plays with my son for Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. Don's a teacher, I think, at Coopersville. He is. He decided he worked. He got the OK from the OK conference, which is all the conferences basically in West Michigan, and he's doing daily updated standings and scores. And starting to get a ton of hits because the newspapers used to look the next day in the paper, they'd have the standings for all the fall sports, right? Your local small-town paper or even the uh, bigger city papers. So there's no place to look for
1: it. Nope. Don's gone off and kind of created his own. Oh, that's
0: fantastic.
1: He and I are about the same age, and starting off, uh, he taught and coached at Coopersville, and I was teaching and coaching at Thornapple Kellogg in Middleville, and they were in our league, so I got to know Don pretty well. And you're right, back when we started uh, 20 years ago, you'd grab the Grand Rapids Press, and Saturday morning there were scores and there were box scores and there were standings. And, of course, as media has changed, that's disappeared. And so now uh, Don Patton uh, doing a great job. We are actually uh, have been communicating with Don. We're trying to figure out how we can help partner uh, his site and what he's trying to do uh, for the local sports scene over here. So uh, hats off to Don. Or maybe even stuff. set up
0: a template where this is being done in your bigger cities or even your smaller cities where somebody, the same way you kind of started the streaming side of this, right? You bet. Where, where you get somebody who's diligent like Don is, who really enjoys it, where Who didn't love Saturday mornings picking up your paper, looking at the conference standings, right? I know some will say, oh, newspaper, that's uh, dinosaur, Uh, archaic, what's going on? No, it, it was a good breakfast, whether you went out to grab a bite to eat or an omelet or eating a bowl of cereal to look at the standings or the highlights or some of the photos from those games. But I get times have changed. They have. I told Don, I said, you know, you have the template where... You know, you could take this to all these cities, and you could, you know, because people want standings. Like, oh, who are we going to play in the soccer tournament? Right? Yep. Uh, you know, wait, what? Where are we at in the standings? I don't know. Even the coaches don't know. So it's cool. That's good. Good for Don Pat. What do you bet? You guys are partnering with everybody. Mark, uh, Mark Ewell in studio, executive director of the MHSAA. By the way, if you want to follow everything Michigan high school sports, MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, MHSAA on Facebook, and do what I did. Sign up for the year. Be able to watch your local teams, uh, great players across the country. uh, MHSAA.tv, that's MHSAA.tv. Mark, I know you're doing your tour right now. Uh, where you go across the state, uh, you get feedback from local schools, and we'll talk about some of the hot issues right now connected to high school sports in Michigan. More with you after this network, T.O. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is
1: huge. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor.
0: Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for my good friend Matt Golden. Now, he's the CEO and GM at the Tullymore Golf Resort. They're in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And fall golf is here, and they have some huge deals you can take advantage of on stay-and-play packages, tee times, and more. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is Tullymore golf.com also if you want to book a christmas party for the holidays you want to squeeze in a business meeting With some golf and great food and beverages, Matt Golden and his team can take care of you right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're also booking big groups who want stay-and-play packages, or maybe you just want to look ahead to the perfect weekend in 2024. Remember, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Book your stay and play package or get more info now at TullymoreGolf.com. Fuel up for less with Empercs earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to
1: claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station and keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your m ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more.
0: Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro cold Brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Go bowling for bucks to win premium plate prizes that are right up your alley drawings are every
1: friday in september from 7 to 11 p.m and one lucky winner every hour strikes up to three thousand dollars premium play roll the ball and hit your lucky strike with
0: bowling for bucks only at soaring eagle casino and resort your getaway reimagine visit soaringeaglecasino.com for complete rules and details you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network We are back on the Huge Show Across Michigan, Hour 2 on a Wednesday, presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Mark Ewell, Executive Director for the MHSAA, is in studio with us talking high school sports and some of the possible changes and things that schools are thinking about and what the MHSAA is doing on a daily basis. They're always looking out for the best interest of the high school athlete in the state of Michigan. And Mark, you do your tour every year where you get feedback uh, from member schools and what are some of the things you're asking schools across the state so
1: the the two and this may bore your listeners so I'll I'll try and just keep this short and sweet but there's two legislative issues right now that um, are really front and center for us the first and and Bill we've talked briefly on this on air before last summer um, our state changed the retirement rules for public school retirees Um, Long story short, now when a person retires from a public school district, they have to separate from the district for nine months. So let's say that I was at uh, Caledonia High School and I retired last June as a 30-year teacher, but I wanted to keep coaching cross-country and track my first two years of retirement. And uh, while the way that when the law changed last summer, I retire from the classroom in June I can't do anything for any public school for the next nine months. I've been in this business now nearly 30 years, Bill. And if I would ask school people the first 25, what's your biggest challenge? And the answer was always money. And I've asked that same question. What's your biggest challenge right now in schools? And the answer is now never money. It's always people. Uh, At our meeting yesterday here in Grand Rapids, I talked to a superintendent who said, Mark, don't be offended if I have to get up and leave at 145 to get back to my district because I drive a bus run every day as the superintendent because he cannot find people to drive bus. So right now, people have never been harder to find. But yet our state passed this new retirement law because they didn't want folks double dipping. So long story short, uh, we worked with a member of the house and a fix to this, which would allow folks to return and work part time for a school district as a coach, as a substitute teacher, as a bus driver, as an official um, to where they could come back as long as they're making less than fifteen thousand dollars during that time. They're able to come back and work at a school. They're able to continue to collect their pension. And we feel like this is a good common sense approach. So that's actually right now in the Senate. We're hoping that it will be voted on by the end of the week. And then hopefully it gets on the governor's desk in the next week or two. And we can finally get this fixed. But uh, arguing with the Office of Retirement Services over the last 13 months, has been maybe the most frustrating experience of my life uh, trying to get this fixed so our recent retirees could come back, keep coaching for a year or two. Uh, recent retirees could keep officiating, could you know be a substitute bus driver if they wanted to, uh, just a complete lack of common sense. So that that's really been the, the first big issue that we've talked with our school folks front and center.
0: So if this makes its way through the Michigan Senate and Governor Whitmer signs it, Would it be immediate or would it start, you know, uh, a fiscal year, a school year? Uh, How would this play out? And also the follow up to that is how how many people uh, does it mean to uh, Michigan high schools across the board? What's the guesstimate?
1: So the people it impacts right now, it's hundreds because we have hundreds of educators that retire each year. And again, they're not looking to come back and work right away to, to make another full salary. We're talking someone who's been a teacher and a coach for 30 years. They've had enough of the everyday grind of the classroom, but you know what? They've got a really special group of kids on their golf team or on their cross-country team. And that first year or two of retirement, I want to kind of ease into this. So I want to be able to keep coaching. That, Bill, is something that, that plays out in almost every single one of our communities. And to answer the first question, the good part is we have gotten some lawmakers to listen to us on this. And right now, everything that's moving forward would have immediate effect. So once this hits the governor's desk and once she's able to sign it, which we believe she will, um, it will have immediate effect, which means uh, an awful lot of adults out there that just want to help kids um, and and have a good experience, uh, that that'll be able to happen immediately. So fingers crossed. uh, We're not across the goal line yet, but we're at least now inside the 10-yard line, and hopefully in the next two weeks this will
0: get done. And you talk about a lack of bodies, and we discussed the good things that came out of the pandemic, like streaming and the explosion of high school sports on streaming platforms in Michigan. People you know, businesses still are looking for bodies. I, I, I don't know I'm trying to figure out because the, the free money and the assistance to the massive majority ended when you know businesses started opening up again, and I don't care if it's uh, local pubs, restaurants. Uh, stores, uh, they keep talking about not enough bodies out there uh, to cover their workforce. Exactly right. And and in the
1: world of education... Um, I hear stories every single day of of schools not being able to find full time teachers, certainly not being able to find support staff. And uh, I will say his name on air that superintendent is Dr. Jason Smith, who's at Saranac Public Schools. Driving a bus too, huh? every day. I love it. Jason said he drives a bus every day because he can't. And this isn't a substitute bus driver run. This is an everyday run because he cannot find enough drivers in
0: his district. But you know what? It starts at the top. If people see the superintendent driving the bus, uh, that has a trickle-down effect. Sure does. It's like it would in business. Step up.
1: you know. And if the leader's willing to step up and roll up his sleeves and do what's got to get done,
0: uh, hopefully uh, some others will follow course. And this also, I, I guess, why the Michigan High School Athletic Association is behind this legislation, that schools, whether they're big or small, that are looking for a freshman coach, a JV coach, Looking for somebody who can help out on game days. Anybody that can be a part of their athletic department or a substitute teacher or a janitor, no matter what it is, they have bodies that are sitting there nine months, have to take a nine-month hiatus, right? Exactly right. And uh,
1: if schools are looking for people to help us with some part-time needs, wouldn't you think a 30-year educator would be the perfect person? It's not like you're rolling the dice with somebody brand new to the world of working with kids, but these are folks that have made a career of working with young people, and um, and right now we're telling these folks, no, you can't come back and coach that junior high volleyball team, or you can't come back and coach that JV golf team. Or seventh-grade
0: football team. Fill in right? the
1: blank, whatever it is. It just, it just lacks a lot of common sense that in a time where... People have never been more valuable. Um, we changed the law a year ago to to, to handcuff us uh, greatly.
0: And when you look at it too, uh, when you're hiring coaches today, with what is out there, uh, with camera phones, with social networks, it's even more important to vet your coaches. Know they have a background that fits your school district, your high school, your middle school, whatever it is. And to me, knowing you have an educator who has worked with kids for 20 years, has a spotless record, why wouldn't you want him or her connected to your athletic department? Whether it's freshman or JV, or whether it's a 7th or 8th grade team, yep. right? I think it's a no-brainer. It's Those are the people, Bill, you'd
1: want at the very front of the line if you're yes. picking. And, uh, you and know,
0: substitute teachers as well. Felon- everything. A, a teacher that just wants to substitute a couple of days a week because they miss it. Uh, but They have to sit out nine months before they can do it? Just, it, it's like
1: I said, the, 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 when the law changed last summer, it, I, I was trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, and still 13 months later, I don't follow the logic of why this had to be
0: changed. Are coaches still a rare commodity uh, that you hear from schools that fill in the lower levels? You know, freshmen, you'll hear, well, we can't do a freshman team, because not because we couldn't find players, we can find coaches, whether that's volleyball, soccer. It could be any sport, depending on the size of the school. Are there schools that talk about a shortage of quality coaches? Yes, and that is an everyday conversation.
1: It's why uh, Kathy Westorp of our staff, I mean, we have a nationally renowned coaches advancement program to where we're constantly training and in-servicing coaches because the biggest need that we hear from our schools is we don't have enough Quality, well-trained coaches to be able to to fill all of our spots. One other drastic shortage that we're seeing right now, Bill, is in the world of athletic trainers. Um, the degree to become an athletic trainer has been changed in the last two years, where it's gone from a four-year degree to a six-year degree. It now requires a master's level degree to, to become be a trainer. To become an athletic trainer, yep, with all of the the. Why did that tra- change? Well, they wanted to raise the bar on the on the kind of candidates that they were were moving into this work area. But the the huge roadblock to this is there are ways where folks can make big money right now in the medical profession. And of all of those opportunities in the medical profession, probably the one that pays the least is athletic training. It's the worst hours. It's evenings and weekends when you're playing a lot of those games. And uh, so folks that do want to want to take the medical path, they're going into other areas um, where they can get a degree, they can jump in, whether it's nursing, and make some real significant money. So, um, again, other decisions that are made well beyond our realm to, to increase the academic requirements that somebody has to meet to become an athletic trainer – but again, the, the money not following that, Bill, I worry where we're going to be in the next five to 10 years where our schools are just going to not find anyone that can fill what I think is probably one of the most valuable spots. Um, in an athletic program,
0: was that a move done by large hospital groups to make sure that schools would have to come to their group to get trainers? Academic institutions—they're the
1: ones that have upped the requirements mm. to where they wanted. A, they wanted it to be a. There, warrant- there's
0: no two-year degree which will qualify you enough to not to become no nope. not, not to
1: wrap an ankle. Nope, because right now uh, and also. Uh, athletic trainers in Michigan have to be licensed. So you have to get licensed through the state of Michigan. Are they trying to run
0: everybody out of even becoming an athletic trainer? It appears that way. The cynical part of me says
1: it appears that way some days because forever that was a four-year degree. um, And because of that, we had a a nice quality and and a nice quantity of people that were were getting into that profession. And again, it's bad hours. It's low pay. And now I've got to go to school for an extra two years uh, that entire uh, ecosystem is I just think I'm uh, making bad decision after bad decision right now.
0: So the the same way you're pushing for the nine month hiatus separated from a school district when you retire as a teacher educator. Uh, is there Is there any path here where the athletic trainer guidelines could be changed with you working, with the educational institutions, that will become our next fight. So, Bill, once we
1: get the retirement, um, the retirement fix, and again, it's just like a football game, right? We get the retirement fix across the goal line. Um, we get uh, sixty seconds to run back to the uh, to our line where we'll kick the ball off again, and then it's on to the next topic. But uh, no, for our listeners out there, I'm telling you, if you have a really good athletic trainer in your uh, son or daughter. Pay, af-
0: pay that man or woman right oh, now. Oh, my right?
1: goodness. They might be the most valuable commodity right now in school sports. Schools with great trainers. Man, you need to treat them with some TLC because uh, those are incredibly valuable. Yeah, a little right
0: TLC and a little payday. Hello. Right? Take care of them. I don't the, think you guys would say that if you were, like, doing it in – in front of a committee. I don't think you go, hey, Bill, can you speak? Wait, what did you tell me on the show, Bill? Yeah, hold on. You got to give him a little TLC, Senator, payday. No, you're not going to do that, right? Uh, my octave doesn't go no, that high. I, I'm surprised I can get that high, whatever it's. i am not get that high. We're not talking. This is high school sports. MHSAA. Uh, Brett, uh, are we ready for a break? I think we are. I think we are. That is good timing. Mark Ewell, Executive Director, Michigan High School Athletic Association, uh, in studio. Follow everything Michigan high school sports. MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, MHSAA on Facebook, and MHSAA.tv, man. Uh, On demand, live, boys, girls, high school sports all across Michigan and America. It's well worth the investment. Go to mhsaa tv one one follow up though on um, the trainer issue and looking at schools are there any requirements from the MHSAA that states a trainer must be there on game day uh, x amount of practices is there any uniform policy that schools have to follow when it comes to athletic trainers there isn't because we could again we could enforce a policy
1: but Bill, right now, our, we're about 60% of our schools have access to
0: some athletic training services. Through a connection, a partnership they have usually with a hospital yep. or doctor's medical group, right? Yep.
1: That's probably uh, about two-thirds of that group. We've got another third who some school districts have seen the value of having a trainer um, who have made them a full-time employee. And then our remaining 40%, you know, maybe they have uh, an EMT that that's at their... Um, football games or wrestling meets, some of the more high-contact type things. But we could have a requirement, and Bill, there are parts in our Upper Peninsula... Or in the Thumb area or northern lower Michigan, where you can go through almost an entire county without having a single licensed athletic trainer. So, yeah, we could come up with the requirement, but the reality is there just aren't people right now to fill those spots. And with some of the academic roadblocks that have been put up here recently, uh, we're afraid uh, a problem is going to become an even bigger problem.
0: Well, it sounds to me like uh, the power of medical groups in the state, and it's pretty simple to Look at them. Uh, The names are out there. Usually you'll see the signage at your local high schools at a sporting event that they get together and they work with the educational institutions. And they say, look, we we could use a two year associate degree for a apprentice trainer and a four year degree as an athletic trainer and a six year degree is if you want to supervise trainers. Right. You could. It's really simple. To set up, it's almost like a teacher, right? Yep. You get someone who's a student teacher, right? Then you get the teacher, and then if you want to be a principal or an AD, you need your masters, right? It makes that makes logical. You need me back now. Now after the payday comment, you're going to have me back there at the Senate. I'm going to walk in, everyone's going to rise, I'm going to sit down, what is it, a courtroom? I'm going to say, we need to do that. It's, it's common sense, isn't it? It is. And again, the decisions
1: that that some are making right now in a time where the most valuable resource we have are people, um, we need to try and uh, eliminate some of the hurdles from the track rather than creating some new ones.
0: And Mark, would I tell everybody on air and off air? With you and your team, you know, and Kathy Westorp and everybody, you know, whoever is Jeff Kimberly, whoever we talk to. What you and your team are doing at the Michigan High School Athletic Association isn't just about showing up to sporting events or state championships. You're really having a vision down the road for the future. And understanding the need for more officials and your push for more officials has worked. I mean, I, and we'll talk about that coming up and also the all-woman football officiating crew. Uh, a lot of good things that you and your team are fighting for that benefit our children in this state. And that's been your motto since you became executive director. And like I said, it starts at the top, and I see it with everybody at your Lansing office at the Michigan High School Athletic Association and your executive council that really sets up uh, the decision making. So well done. Keep up the good work. I will talk about the state of officiating. At Michigan High School's coming up, Mark Hewell, Executive Director of the MHSAA, in studio on this Wednesday broadcast. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. join van andel institute purple community for the be brave 5k walk and run in caledonia on october 7th at 8 a.m you can participate in a day of fun and exercise all while supporting breast cancer research at van andel institute register at vai.org Merck perks from mercantile bank is here Merck perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at mymerckperks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now we're back with another week of football, and DraftKings is keeping us in on all the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away with an instant winner. Just use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Also, DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can bet $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And that's also only when you use code HUGE, when you sign up. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. two on a Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association continues. Remember, you can follow everything Michigan high school sports 24-7, mhsaa.com, at mhsaa on Twitter, mhsaa on Facebook, and if you want to watch live high school boys and girls sports in Michigan and on demand and even all across America, go to mhsaa.tv. You'll love it. Trust me, It's I don't know if I spent 70 80 bucks. I don't know. With all my subscriptions, I have no idea uh, what I subscribe to uh, now with everything going on. But trust me, MHSAA.tv, go subscribe. Uh, today, Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and studio with us. I did see at MHSAA.com celebrating an all-woman football officiating crew, uh, the first in history. So what are the percentages right now of female officials in the state of Michigan when it comes to high school sports? In
1: general, it's always been about 88 to 12. Um, we're 88% male, uh, 12% female. Certainly in some sports, uh, it's almost all female. Our competitive cheer judges, Uh well, it's not 100%, uh, nearly so. All, all of our, Most of our gymnastics judges happen to be females. Uh, of our larger sports, probably the one that, that's the closest to 50-50 is in volleyball. And, uh, you know, there's now, I believe, uh, three women who are part of the NFL officiating staff. Uh, Sarah Thomas was the first, and they've added uh, two more in the last two years. And I think uh, more and more women now see that opportunity um, to get involved at the high school level or even the college level. So it was down in the Metro Detroit area. uh, That crew of uh, five African-American women worked the game last Friday night. Uh, The white hat on that game, her name is Nicole Randolph, and Nicole actually uh, officiates now in the MAC and in the Big Ten. She's a... uh, uh, field judge, side judge, so that's one of the deep officials on the sideline. But Nicole has uh, climbed the ladder very, very quickly, um, working now at Division One. and she had uh, her, her college crew was off last weekend, so uh, got together uh, kind of four women that, that she's worked with and is
0: mentoring and training, and a really, really neat thing. Yeah, that was the Waterford-Kettering Detroit-Lincoln King varsity game last Thursday at Detroit Mercy. And if anybody wants to become an official, Uh, it's interesting post-pandemic, again, when we keep talking about where there was not a seismic change, but things uh, and needs uh, have changed since the pandemic at the high school level and also at the high school sports level. Uh, High school kids can ref middle school sports. I know we bring this up a couple of times a month, but it's important to know that there are opportunities for high school athletes and high school students to officiate. There is. If you're a freshman or a sophomore... You can go ahead and get registered,
1: and once you complete that easy process, you can uh, officiate at the junior high, middle school level, and if you're a junior or a senior, you go through that same process. In addition to working junior high games, you can also work at the sub-varsity level. So if, you wanna, if you're a junior in high school and you're a basketball person and you get registered in basketball, you can work uh, freshman JV as well as junior high, and it's one of the things, Bill, once you complete the process, you can start putting money in your pocket uh, almost right away. So, MHSAA.com, click on the officials button. All the information you need is right there.
0: So, you're you're saying that a kid in high school, boy or girl, could go through the easy process at MHSAA.com to become an official, and then they can't work their own schools, though, right? Am I correct? No, you can work in your same school district because the,
1: the theory with our student officials you know, there's more on the line at the varsity level, but if you're going to work at the sub-varsity level, especially the junior high, middle school level, um, there's no conflict of interest with that. And a lot of times with our with our high school-aged officials is we link you right away with a mentor. So it's uh, not a case of we're sending two newbies out there on their own, but you're working with your mentor and really important to get those uh, young kids off
0: on the right foot. Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, joining us Uh, on the huge show across Michigan. Yeah, so a kid in high school, I don't think kids understand that. And I don't think parents, I've never, I haven't seen it a lot where I'll see a high school kid working a game. What what percentage? Uh, Maybe you know this with all the numbers uh, with rest we just talked about or just talked about with women and men. How many active high schoolers are officiating at the sub-varsity level in the state of Michigan Any? Rough ballpark numbers. Actually,
1: it, it's um, I want to say the last time I looked, we're right around 304 kids. So those are our are what we call our legacy program. of statewide, right? statewide, um, a lot of those kids, and that's how I started. Um, a lot of those 300 plus kids. Uh, have a parent or a relative that also officiates. So you kind of grow up with it, you kind of realize, hey, this is uh, not just a a possible pathway in terms of a career or a side hustle, but it's a way to start earning some money. Bill, when I was in college, I never had a real job And the only thing I did to put money in my pocket for the weekends was I officiated everything, whether it was baseball or AAU basketball. And that is literally how I put myself through school. And, uh, you know, then was able to kind of move up the ladder in baseball and really make some real money. You know, my 16 year old daughter, one of her possible career paths being a basketball kid is she says, Dad, I want to be a division one college women's basketball official because she's been around it enough with me to know that right now at the D1 level, uh, the game checks are right now just north of $3,000 a game at the D1 level. And Game check for officials are at $3,000 a game? They are. Right now, a Big Ten football official this fall, their game check is just north of 4000 a game. Now, again, you want to talk about pressure and scrutiny and all those things, but, you know, football, they can only work once a week. We're in the basketball world. You get to that Division One level and you see some of the top people on TV night after night after night. Um, there is a significant amount of money that can be made at that level.
0: Go to MHSAA.com. If you have a kid in high school or you're a high schooler listening, junior or senior, you could work sub-level freshman JV games or freshman or sophomore. You could even work at your uh, local middle school. MHSAA.com. You'll see the officials link there. That is MHSAA.com. Remember, MHSAA.TV, subscribe. You can follow your local high school teams, all sports, boys and girls, uh, year-round at a really cool price. That's MHSAA.TV. Sign up. I've done it. You can do it. Go to MHSAA.TV. Big. Bad. Huge.